the rise and shine. Rise and shine, chop chop. Rise and shine. Rise and shine, it's a beautiful day. Rise and shine, rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. You guys are nerds. This is exactly what the nerds want. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerds must love this place. They think we're a bunch of nerds, and I'll tell you something. I think they're right. Let, let the nerds take over. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. We hope you've got your coffee, because our brand new morning show for Love Thy Nerd is here. And it's for anyone who finds themselves at the cross-section of nerd culture and church culture. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the director of content and resources here at Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre. By day, by night, they call me Senorita Fluffy Socks. <laughs> Later in the show, we've got an extended interview with Love Thy Nerd's IRL events lead, Luke Filippiak. Today, learning about his role in Love Thy Nerd and what he's been working on lately. But first, one of my favorite things to do on a morning show is play a game. Yay. So I put Deidre to the test uh, the first week. Then I put her up against one of our Discord shiners last week. Now it's time to go head-to-head in a, one of my favorite games, you and me, playing Would You Rather. Would You Rather. So the way this works is we actually have an app here <laughs> called Would You Rather, and it asks okay. you a Would You Rather question. Mm-hmm. And your goal is to choose the one that most people have chosen, because it'll tell you once we click on so one. So not what I would rather Not do. what you would rather, what but what majority. you think. Yeah, the majority okay. of people would rather do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're each going to ask each other seven. And best of wins. If we need a tiebreaker, we'll do a tiebreaker. But uh, Okie dokie. <clears throat> How do I ask you? Uh, I'll give you the... I'm going to give you seven, and then you'll give me seven. I'll have oh, you the phone. okay. Gotcha. Got it? All right. <clears throat> if you want to go first. You want to go first? Sure. Okay, cool. Would you rather <laughs> be attacked by a tiger... Or be attacked by a great white shark. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Neither. (laughs) It's not an option. Um, Geez, there's so many ways, you know. Variables. Yeah, yeah. Because do you want to just flat out just die real quick, you know? (laughs) Do you want it to last a little bit? Do you want a chance to become the victor? Feel like in you the could, attack. You could punch a shark in the nose, right? That's a thing. That's you're supposed to, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to come can, at it. Just... I don't think you can punch a tiger. <laughs> I think you punch a tiger, it's gonna eat you faster. Oh gosh. I have no idea which one I would rather have happen to me. So I'm I will pick the shark. No, sixty-six oh. percent said they'd rather be attacked a by a tiger. tiger. A tiger. I would have picked shark too. Cool. All right. Would you rather watch only Owen Wilson movies <laughs> or watch only Nicolas Cage movies? <laughs> I would prefer Owen Wilson. I think. Owen, but Owen Wilson movies are all kind of the same. You know, he's always playing you the same character. You know what you're character. getting. Yeah. Nicolas Cage, you got variety. Now, some of them are really bad, but some of them are really good. You know. Oh. I feel like there's so many more Nicolas Cage movies. But did you see what happened to Abed? I did see what he, happened to Abed. He watched all those Nicolas Cage movies. Well, that's because he mean... didn't spread them out. <laughs> he did a marathon. He's not supposed to do a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> What's my brain? Doesn't allow for Nicolas freaking Cage. See. I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> So, which my one husband do you think? likes me a little more just for the fact that I, I mentioned community. Community references. <laughs> community references make me fall in love with you even deeper. Uh, I will. I will pick Nicolas Cage. I think the majority would say Nicolas Cage. You are right. Sixty-four yeah. percent said Nicolas Cage. <laughs> All right. Would you rather? Just straightforward here. Would you rather be blind or deaf? Oh. Deaf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like being blind would be scarier. <laughs> By a wide margin, yes. Seventy-six wow. percent said that. All right. Sorry, blind people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, blind people. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> would you rather 
win a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Or let your best friend win a million dollars. Oh. <laughs> so I would, I think I would pick best friend because that's my husband. And so in a way I get it too. <laughs> I'm her best friend, but she's not my best friend. <laughs> Okay, so it's 50-50, so it's going to come down to the exact amount of votes here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no. Greed won out. Wow. Just barely. Really? A couple, couple thousand more people would rather win $100,000 and let their friends win. Wow. Shame <laughs> on you, society. <laughs> would you rather sleep two hours every day? Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you sleep. No eight-hour nights. Two, two hours. hours. Or sleep 20 hours every day. Two. <laughs> I don't want to spend my life sleeping. Correct. 59%. <laughs> All right. Two more here. All right. Oh, we got a nice ad for some weird things on Timu. Okay. Would you rather that pilots in your flight become and remain unconscious during the flight or that your ship sinks in the middle of the ocean without the ability for anyone to send a distress call. That's weird. So, middle of the flight, the pilots, both pilots, mm-hmm. unconscious, uh-huh. unable to wake up. Uh-huh. And then... Ship sinks. Ship sinks and you can't... And you can't call anybody. Call it distress. I mean, if the ship's like just in the harbor, that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't say where. No, it says in the middle of the ocean. It in the middle of the ocean. Middle of the ocean. So... Uh, you, gotta, you gotta weigh the variables. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do the ship. You think the ship? Yeah. I think that's the wrong choice. Oh, that's no. the wrong choice. 70% oh. said... Yeah, because it, it's odds, right? If you're in the middle of the ocean... With no way for a distress call and your ship is gone, it's sunk and you're just floating in the ocean, you're dead. There's no one's helping you. The odds of a lifeboat? The odds of a lifeboat coming to save you, the odds of No, you in a lifeboat. It doesn't say there's any lifeboats. It didn't say. It didn't say that. Even if you're there, you're in the middle of the ocean. You're not gonna get anywhere in a lifeboat. But on a plane, there's a minute chance. That somebody on that plane knows how can to be fly it? no can be talked through it <laughs> with the you know the tower control like that's um, happened a few times so it's just it's odds it's all odds all right last one would you rather be the first person on Mars via a one way trip as in you ain't coming back uh-huh. or just never travel to space uh, never travel to space. <laughs> Yeah, sixty-eight percent. <laughs> All right, you got four. I gotta beat four. Okay. <clears throat> and I just push on the one that you yeah. say. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, first one. Would you rather have a jet plane or have a yak? Yak. Yacht. <laughs> I would love a yak. I was like, keep it in I the backyard. I said that. And I'm like, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> Said it so confidently too. Have a yak? Nope. No. Nope. Not a yak. No. Nope. Uh, I think I'd rather have a yacht. Honestly, I think that would be really fun. A yacht. Yeah. yeah. You would enjoy it more. I would enjoy I feel it. You like more. it? Yeah. All right. Yacht's like a little floating apartment at that point. So how do I know? Oh, okay. This is no. Nope, you're wrong. Really? Fifty-four percent of people voted to have a jet plane. That's silly. Yeah. You don't have that many places to fly. I guess you could fly more places. Crazy people. (laughs) Would you rather be able to teleport only into occupied toilet boxes (laughs) or not be able to teleport at all? (laughs) Occupied. (laughs) Occupied toilet boxes, by the way. (laughs) Oh, that'd be great if it's like the same guy every day. Like you're teleporting into work because you're always running late. And then there's always the one guy who has to start his day off with a constitutional. <laughs> it's just Bring like, hey, hey, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your muffin. Bring your muffin. <laughs> By the way, policy, so sorry about you know, this. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, I would say never teleport. <laughs> Not be able to teleport. Yeah. 
57 percent agree with you (laughs) thankfully (laughs) apparently 43 percent of people don't mind they're cool teleporting (laughs) into an occupied toilet also like where do you land right i'd (laughs) want to know facing which direction yeah yeah, i'd want to know that also is it (laughs) Coinciding with your gender, like am I, or am I showing up in the women's room? Then I'm going to jail. Right. So right. I don't know. That's just dangerous all the way around. Would you rather be smart and ugly, or be stupid and beautiful? Which one of those am I now? Uh, smart and ugly. I feel like people are going to say that. Yeah, sixty-two percent. Yeah. Agree with you. Uggos unite. <laughs> Would you rather be famous for inventing a new deadly weapon or invent something that helps the world, but you don't get credit for it? That one. That one. And I feel I have faith in humanity. (laughs) That's the one that people are going to pick. 58%. Yes. All right. That's not high enough. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be famous for making a deadly weapon. Really? All right, that's, uh, I'm already at three. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, here's an ad. Everybody dance now. All right. Would you rather have a billion dollars and spend it on yourself? Yes. <laughs> or have a billion dollars and give it to homeless people? All right, so remember... <laughs> I'm choosing the thing I think most people people will answer, answer. (laughs) and that's on yourself. On yourself. Oh, 47%. Yeah. Really? Okay, so so apparently they'll give a billion dollars to homeless people, but not a million dollars to their best friend. Right. (laughs) Wow. Okay, okay. Well, dang. (laughs) Dang. Now I got to get two more to win. Mm. All right. Would you rather... Die to save 10 strangers or that 10 strangers die to save you. All right. I'm going to put faith back in humanity again. <laughs> I'm going to say die to save 10 strangers. 54%. That was All right. good. That All was right. good. Comes down to this one. We might have to have a tiebreaker if I miss it. Would you rather... This is a fun one. Yay. Would you rather... Have huge feet <laughs> or, or have huge hands? <laughs> Man hands, you know. <laughs> I have huge feet. You do. So you already live with that. Like I have to you buy know? special shoes. <clears throat> I don't have huge hands in comparison to my body. I have relatively small hands compared mm-hmm. to my body. I'm thinking like, think clown feet and think Mickey Mouse hands. <laughs> huh? uh, I feel like most people are going to say big hands because big feet are cumbersome and you trip over it. Big hands, you could you know, palm a watermelon. You know, it could be helpful. You can carry a whole bunch of groceries. <laughs> I'm going to say hands, bigger hands, bigger hands. Yeah. 47%. No way. No, 53% of people want huge feet over huge hands. Okay. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to go back and forth. You're going to get to start. If you get this one right, then I have to get another one right or I lose. Okay. But if you get it wrong, I just have to get one right and then I win. Okay. Would you rather have no teeth or have no tongue? Oh, <laughs> no teeth. Teeth. People live with no teeth. You're correct. No teeth. Dang it. All right. Ask me one. All right. <clears throat> Would you rather drive an electric car or drive a gasoline car? Uh, what kind of question is this? <laughs> That's weird. <sighs> but it's hard because I don't know. <laughs> I've never driven an electric car. It might be right. great. I know you can't drive long, super long distances mm-hmm. without having to but stop and charge for several hours. Saving the planet. Mm-hmm. You're kind of, well, eventually yeah. maybe we'll be saving the planet. It's I not doing know. much right now because they still made, all the electricity still made from fossil fuels. Um, <laughs> 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 
Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say electric car just for the cool factor of it. You are correct. Okay. Sixty-seven percent. Wow. Agreed with that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. All right. Next one. Would you rather get a paper cut or stub your toe? Ah. <laughs> stub my toe. Cause that goes away. Wrong. No. Fifty-six percent said get a paper a cut. A paper cut. That, right. You have to deal with the itchiness. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Stub your toe, you're like, ow, but then you're over it <laughs> after on, a minute. On, on. Hey. I got a win. Oh, here. crap. There's an ad. Another ad? Daedra. Freaks me out. You're the worst. I'm like, what's going away? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just, I broke it. Would you rather be fluent in all languages or be a master of every musical instrument? Oh. <laughs> All languages would be cool if you travel the world a lot or if you live in a foreign country. Musical instruments you could do all the time in front of everybody, always be the cool person, <laughs> pick up anything and play. I'm going to say that one. Musical instruments. Musical instruments. Ooh, 36%. <laughs> apparently, people, apparently people want to speak languages. Really? <laughs> That would not be as cool. All right. Would you rather move to a new city every week or never be able to leave the city you were born in? Oh, that's Albuquerque. So I'm going to move. <laughs> oh, 50-50. Move just barely. Yeah. Yay. Okay. yay. Uh, you need to get this wrong. I know. Would you rather control the weather or control the emotions of people around you? <laughs> <laughs> Emotions. Emotions? 52% right. agree with that. It's never going to end. No, it's not. <sighs> Next up. Good. Would you rather be a wizard or be a Jedi? <laughs> Nerd. Tristan Burge. I can feel the paper cut just like that. <laughs> See? Agree. Cardboard cuts. Those are the worst. I was not paying attention. Would you rather be a wizard or a Jedi? Jedi. No, Aww. 61% would rather be a wizard. Dang. Oh, dear. All right. Would you rather never be able to touch blue color or never be able to touch red color? And <laughs> you have to touch the color you would never be able to touch for your answer. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> never be able to touch things that are blue or never be able to touch things that are red. Mm hmm. I would say never be able to touch things that are red because there's hot things that are red. I don't know. Red? You're right. Boom, 50, baby! 50% of people would rather not touch red. <sighs> All right. That was a marathon, but I did <laughs> I win. I win. You lose. Are you satisfied? Mm -hmm. We should start doing punishments for the loser. Uh, nah. <laughs> punishment is is that i lost to you that's, that's true. the punishment that's true. <laughs> all right we're gonna stop right there but when we get uh we're gonna take our first break sorry i'm about to read your line um, but when we come back we've got today's nerdy news story Hi, this is Mark from The Thoughtful Gamer, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Just when I thought I'd seen every possible permutation of the trick-taking card game, here comes Cat in the Box from Japanese designer Muneyuki Yokoushi, taking quantum mechanics, more specifically Schrodinger's cat, as inspiration. It's high concept, to be sure, but what a concept. As the hypothetical cat in the hypothetical box is in a state of uncertainty, neither alive nor dead, until we open the box, your cards are not part of any particular suit until you play them. That's right, you're dealt a hand of cards just like in any other trick-taking game like hearts or spades, but they're just numbers. When you play the card, you declare what suit it is and it becomes that suit. All of this information is tracked because you can't play a card that doesn't exist. That is, if someone's already played the red four earlier in the hand, when you play a four, red isn't available for you to choose. You score mainly through successfully predicting how many tricks you'll take, though perhaps more critically by avoiding a paradox, which is a situation where you have no legal play remaining. Causing a paradox will immediately end the hand and cause you to lose a handful of points. 
It's all very conceptual, and indeed the concept is the best part of Cat in the Box. Compared to other trick-taking games, the heuristics here are a touch simple, mostly relating to trying to avoid paradoxes. But you know what? That's alright with me. I'm happy something this creative exists. The Japanese board game scene has been producing quality games for years, and more, like Cat in the Box, should be getting printings for the Western audience. Thanks for listening. Again, I'm Mark with The Thoughtful Gamer. You can find all of my board game reviews at thethoughtfulgamer.com. to Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's brand new morning show, and there are four ways that you can experience our show. The one we want to tell you about today is for the super fans. You can binge watch us live on Twitch. We record the shows live on Saturday mornings in one big bingeable stream, plus your chat is live on the screen and used in the show, and there are even opportunities to be on the show through the LTN Discord. Let's talk about UFOs, Daedra. All right. Uh, Congress yeah. is doubling down on the explosive claims of illegal UFO retrieval programs. An anonymous reader quotes a report from The Hill. Asked June 26th about allegations of secret UFO retrieval and reverse engineering programs, Senate Intelligence Committee Vice Chairman Marco Rubio made several stunning statements. In an exclusive interview, Rubio told the News Nation Washington correspondent Joe Khalil that multiple individuals with very high clearances and high positions within our government have come forward to share firsthand UFO-related claims beyond the realm of what the Senate Intelligence Committee has ever dealt with. Rubio's comments provide context for a bipartisan provision adopted unanimously by the Senate Intelligence Committee, which would immediately halt funding for any secret government or contractor efforts to retrieve and reverse engineer craft of non-Earth or exotic origin. This extraordinary language, language, (laughs) language added to the Senate version in the Intelligence Authorization Bill mirrors and adds significant credibility to a whistleblower's recent stunning allegations that a clandestine, decades-long effort to recover, analyze, and exploit objects of non-human origin has been operating illegally without congressional oversight. Additionally, the bill instructs individuals with knowledge of such activities to disclose all relevant information and grants legal immunity if the information is reported appropriately within a defined time frame. Moreover, nearly 20 pages of this legislation appear to directly address recent events by enhancing a raft of legal protections for whistleblowers while also permitting such individuals to contact Congress directly. Researcher and congressional expert Douglas Johnson first reported on and analyzed the remarkable bill language, which, if it is passed, the House uh, could become law this calendar year. (sighs) So you remember how in the middle of COVID, the government's just like, yeah, there are a lot of UFOs that we don't know if they're aliens or not. And like nobody cared because we were all just dead inside. (laughs) Do you remember that? Because it's still going on. I might we we recently had to go to Roswell, New Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, alien capital, alien capital world. But um, and my dad told me that there was this guy who was going to be addressing everyone uh, talking about UFOs and things. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's happening. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know if it's. Aliens or not, and there's a whole debate on what that would mean spiritually and all kinds of things, which we're not going to get into today. It uh, sounds like they had a program for, you know, trying to find alien UFO remnants. Is that and like... I mean, yeah, it's it's like to find crashed yeah. UFO ships, but it's also, it says it's like a reverse engineer program. Meaning we find their stuff, figure out how how it works works. by backwards. That's not really necessarily admitting that they have anything. True. Right? It's just saying we have this program. But it is saying like And we didn't get your permission to have it. Right. Like a decades long secret. Right. Extra governmental program. Right. That is operating under the guise of the government, but without any Senate oversight. 
right. without any congressional people checking and making sure things are real or happening or right. working correctly. Yeah. Or So, yeah, it's not necessarily an admission of like, hey, this is how we got iPhones. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that one of the wasn't it Voyager? Was it Voyager or was it TNG? It was I don't Voyager. Remember. Was it Voyager? Yes. Where it's like that's how we got a whole bunch of stuff. Like that's part of the storyline is one guy. Yeah. yeah. The time got some machine stuff from guy. the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And reverse engineered it, and mm -hmm. that's how we got smartphones. Or and he got rift. That wasn't smartphones. They didn't have smartphones then, but cell phones. Uh huh. And uh, computer system. I computer think junks. Yeah. It, yeah. Stuff that's leaps and bounds ahead of where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be strange if one day we just found that all out? It's like, yeah, every major invention that we've had in the last 20 years has been reverse engineered from the giant alien spacecraft we found in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> that would change the world, man. I you always, think. You think. But then again, like I said, they are like, yeah, here's like 50 videos of uh, UFOs that we can't explain that we're now releasing to the public. Enjoy your quarantine. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let me turn on Animal Crossing for the 18th time today. <laughs> oh, All right, let's take one more break. But when we get back, we are diving into our main topic, our interview with Luke Philippia. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize thoughtful content. Visit lovethynerd.com for a host of amazing articles and a whole network of nerdy podcasts. And follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lovethynerd, where you'll find game streams, live podcast recordings, and more amazing interactive content. and shine nerds ltn's brand new morning show before we jump into our main topic today we've got a podcast recommendation the free play podcast has been going on for years initially focusing mainly on video games this last season saw them loosen up a bit video games are still the main topic but they dive into other nerdy topics as well and even get a little more personal these days uh, while we wait for the show to return in August, we encourage you to catch the latest episodes at lovethynerd.com slash freeplay. This week, I sat down with Love Thy Nerd's IRL events lead, Luke Filippiak, to learn more about him and what's going on in LTN right now. Today, we learn more about Luke's role at LTN, including the most recent missions trip to Origins and the upcoming Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. Joining me today and who has joined me this whole week is Luke Filippiak, one of a handful of official Love Thy Nerd staff members and our IRL events coordinator, mainly in charge of our mission trips to conventions and also heading up the team this year for our first ever Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. He also streams on Twitch as Frostbite for IV, Roman numerals, if you're looking them up. And that's bite with a Y, as I should have probably made clear in the future or in the past. Uh, but... For now, let's move to the future. We've learned all about Luke, uh, the man, uh, but today I want to learn about Luke, the mission. I have a few questions about his work as uh, a nerd culture missionary with Love Thy Nerd. So are you ready, Luke? I'm totally ready. All right. I think this will be uh, pretty enlightening for people that are a part of the Love Thy Nerd community, but not yeah. deeply a part of it to where they've been able to go places with us or, or see those, you know, yeah. real the mission trips and the conventions and things like that. So uh, I'm excited to have you share. You just returned, actually, from uh, an LTN mission trip to the Origins convention. Is it called a convention? Yes. It's just Origins. It's Origins Game Fair. Origins Game But it is okay. very much a, yeah, it's a convention. So can you tell us uh, how how this convention went this year? Oh, man. Yeah, it it went great. So this is kind of, I took on the role of being like head of missions for LTN this year. And mm -hmm. so we did, um, we did a couple smaller ones. We did, um, tantrum con, uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, which is, oh, I can't remember. I think they had upwards of like 500 people there. Um, but we took a small team there. 
um, to just like volunteer, teach games, uh, do different things like um, the game library, like help run that, help run uh, registration and what have you. Uh, but this one was like the first one where it was kind of like full fledged. We had a team of 10 people and um, we worked with several companies and publishers um, at the show. Um, some friends of ours at Game Toppers, um, which they make like tabletops that go on top of like folding tables or your dining room table that oh, have like okay. big like, mats and like I, that's cool you know, it's modular so you can put like cup holders and like dice towers and like all sorts of bells and whistles like along the edge uh and then they just recently started making legs and so they sell the full tables now <laughs> um but we worked with them uh we worked with GameFound, and if you're familiar with just like the like kickstarting culture there's obviously kickstarter that has a lot of games go um get their uh like funding from that um but then there's game found that's just strictly board games and so we got to work with them demo a lot of like games that aren't quite out yet that were just recently funded or about to be funded or like just yeah recently hit the market um which was very cool and then we worked with a smaller company a smaller uh publisher just getting their start called envy born games and so uh he's got a couple games out uh one of which is mind your business which is super fun it's a fun two to four player game um kind of you know easy to teach easy to play lots of fun um, but then he's got some other ones like in the pipeline that we got to see firsthand which is he's got some cool stuff coming out so we get to do stuff like that. We get to connect with these companies, publishers, in order to get our team in the booth. And we do that so we can love and serve them well, um, help them sell their product, um, help them sell like stock shelves, um, demo games for people. And we do that because if you've ever been in ministry, you know what it's like working with volunteers. <laughs> and sometimes volunteers are just warm bodies. We know that's not helpful at all. And so we want to plug in competent, excited, like well-rounded, well-informed volunteers that just go the extra mile every single time. And we do that to show the love of Jesus to, to people in the booth, to people who we're demoing for, like people coming up, um, crossing paths with us. When we're not volunteering like that, we're in... Um, we're out on the show floor going booth to booth, sometimes buying way too many games. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also usually open gaming where we go sit down, play games with strangers, um, all in order to just build those relationships. And um, people will see us walking around with our Love Thy Nerd shirts, whether it's like they had an interaction with me previously or somebody <laughs> else on the team. They see our shirt and they know like, I could go talk to them like they're safe. Like I could talk to them and they'll listen to me. Um, and it's just a really cool, unique opportunity. So we did that at origins. It was great. We have Gen Con like a month out from now. So I'm doing post work from origins and pre work for uh, Gen Con right now, which is why I've been so busy. And, uh, the, the idea of being a volunteer that's, uh, you know, active and excited and, and, you know, yeah. you know, going, going the full, the full mile instead of just being a warm body. That's, that's kind of paid off in the fact that a lot of these vendors actually yeah. call and ask for us if we're going to one of these, uh, yeah. next, next convention, like Funko and things like that, mm -hmm. key master games, stuff like that. They yes. like, we want, we want you guys in our booth here. Are you going to be here? Which is a yep. really cool thing. Like that's, yeah, so that's... Funko specifically, <laughs> we're working with them again for the third year in a row. This will be our third year. So like the second year that they've asked us specifically to come back. Yeah. Um, last year, we, I think, gave them, we supplied like eight to ten volunteers in their booth. And this year, they're like, can you double that? Really? <laughs> uh, and we're like, we could try. <laughs> and so sure enough, um, this year... Gen Con, um, the first weekend of August, we're taking 22 missionaries. That includes like myself, Matt, and Bubba, and then um, 19 other missionaries that have like signed up 
are currently raising support. Um, so if you want to go to lovethynerd.com slash uh, outreach, uh, you can click on the Gen Con there, Gen Con tab, and our whole team will be there. So you can pray for them. You can fund one of them. You could fund all of them if you wanted to, by all means. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're taking 22 people. Um, and we're strictly going to be plugged into Funko. We're like outnumbering their staff, like three to one almost. Really? Um, yeah, they got, I mean, they, they got a decent team, but like Gen Con is a beast. It's yeah, upwards of 60,000 people. And so they have not only like a booth on the show floor, but they have like a separate room where they're just constantly running demos and selling games. And so they got a pretty big operation. Um, they're one of the sponsors, I believe, of Gen Con as well. And so that's fantastic. Um, and so that's yeah. lovethynerd.com slash outreach. And that's also where you could go if you are interested in maybe becoming uh, one of our nerd culture missionaries that go to these things, Correct. right? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So at the time this goes live, we should have like some of our shows for next year, like already on the website, just so you can kind of take a peek. Um, but we're just at the origins we met a guy that puts on uh grand con in grand rapids michigan and he asked if we would come just have a presence there basically he's like you guys can come volunteer wear your shirts but he's like i love your ministry i love what you do and i just want you to be present and so uh we're gonna you know he invited us to that that's in september so we're gonna add that you know, last minute because we're crazy. <laughs> uh, but I'm, you know, we're already making good progress on that. We know people in the area. I've got people by me that want to be involved. And so we're making that happen later this year. Next year, this is a little insider information. Um, we really want to work towards going to Essen. Um, and that's in Germany. And that's so, the thing that, that Matt Warmbier went to last year, right? Yes. Yeah. He went and checked it out. And, and that's the uh, world's yeah. biggest. Yes. Tabletop gaming convention, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Gen Con is the biggest in the US. Wow. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah, there at, at Origins I talked with several developers and, and publishers and companies that like to your point earlier, they see what we do and we have an example, like right there. We're like, hey, here's proof of concept. Go <laughs> check out GameFound booth. <laughs> um and they see that and they're like a lot of people's first question is like, do you go overseas? <laughs> do you work at SN? <laughs> uh, but a lot of people are like, man, that's amazing. I would love to work with you guys. And so some, some really cool companies that everyone knows and loves want to work with us. And I think that's pretty awesome. All right. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> All right. Well, another project you've been in charge of recently has been uh, leading the team in, in well, leading a team in a lot of real life events. You, you started with uh, LTN Con last year. Last year, you were kind of heading up that whole thing, building it up in um, new. It's New Albany, right? Yeah. Okay, New Albany. Yep. I keep saying New uh, Amsterdam to other people. New <laughs> New Albany, Indiana, uh, offshoot of uh, Louisville. Um, but how do how do you think that went? LTN Con twenty twenty two, like. What what were your overall thoughts? Oh, I think it I think it went really well. Yeah. Um, I loved being able to take a step back and just watch so many people enjoying like so many different things. Whether mm -hmm. it was like some of the vendors that we pulled together, um, it was like people playing games, people attending breakout sessions. Um, we had a friend, a close friend of LTN, donate a ton of snacks, and so we would roll out snacks and drinks and all sorts of stuff and. Um, we had the, um, the eat to wins that everyone was confused and thought they were like hot dog eating contests, <laughs> uh, but they weren't. And I realized I could have described them better on the probably, website. Yeah, it was probably a confusing <laughs> eat to win. Yeah, does like, imply everyone was there to win and figured it out. It, they booked up so they were fast. Great. Yeah. They went so good. Um, and you got, you got the pleasure to run one yourself yeah, with Sunday school it went so and i still well. add some of those promo cards that i throw in every box that i ship out when someone orders a shirt <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i how many, I how many people did really we have well come? like it was a it's a small event compared to, you know it's not a giant con but oh, how many sure. people did we have come do you remember roughly 
we have like we had over 100 people i want to say yeah. around 120 people signed yeah. up yeah it was pretty full packed in the areas where we were playing games pretty much all the time cool, yeah. yeah like it was it was pretty neat um and so that being said, i definitely learned a lot though from that sure like, we maybe had too much stuff going on <laughs> because <laughs> i i was dead after that, that weekend uh, it was but a it was tiring weekend and i spent most of it sitting on my butt at the radio booth but <laughs> yeah uh so when you and i last talked uh in an interview format, we talked about, um, not, not this week, I mean, but in the past, we talked about this, the big event coming up here in November, which is the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit, which we're putting on in partnership with Lux Digital Church. Uh, and so can you give us like a recap of just what this event is first? Yeah. So this kind of started because of LTNCon. Uh, we started, like LTN started LTNCon in 2019 in order to train our community up and and like how we do things, how to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. We had sessions, all of that stuff. And then we had obviously games cause we're nerds. Um, and then we did it two years online. And then last year was the first time in person again. And it was very much so that, you know, we, we had sessions, we had breakouts. Um, and then we, we threw in, you know, a bunch of extra things, which was fantastic. Um, but I quickly realized not that we were losing sight of our main mission, but like a lot of people were, were there as like a community, like people hear what we do on the daily basis, whether they're listening to the radio, our podcasts, reading our articles, all of that stuff. And I'm like, you guys get this all the time. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, what? I, I remember I picked up Bubba from the airport. I'm like, what if we split this thing in half? Because we have two really good things here. We have one, we have like a community meetup, which is fantastic to have. People want to see each other face to face. And we want to be able to provide that. But also, we're not like we have the opportunity to reach way more people outside of our community. And I want to do that. And I think we could do it best if we split it in half. And Bubba's answer was just like, sweet, do it. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, all right, here we go. And that's where kind of the idea for the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit came about is because we wanted to create that environment of we wanted to bring in church leaders, pastors, ministry leaders, um, people just in the church that want to start like some sort of nerdy outreach in their community. Um, we wanted to be able to bring them in. Um, locally and train them and send them out to be able to do that. Um, and so that's, that's what we're doing. We're doing We're hosting it in Texas, uh, Marble Falls, Texas. We're really targeting the churches and the surrounding areas. Um, and the idea is we want to move this around uh, to be able to, like, we're not trying to grow. Like it's not, again, it's not the LTN con anymore. Uh, which we're still wanting to do, but for more for, so for our community. But this is for like people that have never heard of Love Thy Nerd before. Um, and we want to bring them in and kind of like multiply. Hey, go do this. Go start the, start a game night in your church. Start a LAN party. Start a like board game library for the community. You know, there's so many different things. So we're pulling in local speakers. We're flying in speakers to be able to do this. And um, all in order to train ministry leads and and how they could do this, because um, we can't do it alone. Love thy nerds, not the answer. It's we have some answers that we've learned along the way, but it's not like everything needs our stamp. So, right. Yeah. So how is it all coming together? We're a few months out from it. Uh, you've been working on it for a long time. Uh, what updates can you share with us in regards to like what and who to expect to see there? Yeah, I mean, we've got all our keynotes locked in. Um, our one and only Bubba Stalkup is speaking on like developing digital disciples. Uh, we've got Mike Erie coming in. If you've ever heard um, of the Voxology podcast, um, I recently learned about his podcast um, and his heart for loving, just loving people, like. Again, what we talk about at Love Thy Nerd all the time, level, loving people first, um, like getting them to trust us, like 
and then earning that right to share truth. Um, he talks a lot about that love before law, um, grace before truth. And, um, then I found out he plays destiny. And so I was just like, Hey, <laughs> you're a nerd. <laughs> um, and, and actually Zach, um, AKA St. Bear, he's helping. He's just basically co-leading this with me. Um, he was the point of contact there. And so he was just like, dude, he's a huge nerd. We got to see if he wants to be a part of this. And, um, praise the Lord. He wanted to be a part of it. And so he's coming, he's going to be talking about how, um, are you winning son? Isn't enough, you know, true love, uh, loving your nerds, truly not just popping your head in like, good job, son. You, you did the thing in the video game. Uh, it's like, no, what, what can you do to actually love and serve your nerdy neighbor? Um, we got Steve Valdez coming in from, um, save point ministries. We've got a whole panel of like digital ministry leads, uh, Jacqueline Parrish is coming back. Love Jacqueline. Uh, talking about how to demystify your nerd. Uh, and then we have a bunch of breakouts on just youth ministry, using nerdy things in youth ministry and locally and digitally. And um, that's that's pretty much all of the programming. You know, that's one of the lessons I learned from LTNCon is like, keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, we also got Matt Souza, right, from Unity Gaming. Uh, yes. And, yes, uh, thank you. Matt Fusa is coming, yeah. a.k.a. Susie Live on Twitch and now Kick as well. Ooh. Um, and then, of course, yeah, Lux Digital. He's kicking the whole thing off for us. Mark Lutch is going to be there too, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like our, uh, um, I wanted to say DM. It's That's a dungeon master. That's a Host? different thing. <laughs> yeah, he's hosting the whole thing. <laughs> MC, that's what I was looking MC, for. MC, that's where we're going. Yeah, not DM. I'm actually, I'm going to bring it up. We should totally change it to the DM. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my name is Mark Lutz. I'm your dungeon master today. <laughs> so this is, again, he said it's going to be in uh, Marble Falls, Texas. It's going to be November, what was it, 8th to the 10th? 8th to 10th. November 8th to 10th. You can go to ncmsummit.com. Right now, you can uh, get your early bird badges through the end of July, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Let's see. And uh, while, like, like you said, we are we are focusing mainly on the areas you know in Texas and around you know the surrounding states. But if you're in you know Maine and you just really want to come, yeah. you're more than welcome. Please. Like, <laughs> the doors are open to anyone that wants to attend. So like, yeah. even if you are in that, you know, vein of like, I just want to see people face to face again, you can come. You'll do Which that is, here and you'll probably learn a lot. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> just didn't expect to learn. So there will be a little bit of like gaming time and, and, uh, you know, fellowship time there as well. But this is more, yes. oh, this sure. is more about, com this is, this is a summit. It's a conference. It's, it's where yeah. you come to actually learn, take something away from it. And LTNCon, when we next have that, is going to kind of be more like an actual convention. It's going to be just just games, just fellowship, just fun for the most part. At least that was the idea, right? Splitting it in half? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've got another team working on that. Uh, we don't have any official dates. We don't have an official location. Right. But don't you worry. LTNCon will come back. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the last question that I had. Is there anything else that you want to share with people that are listening about anything whatsoever? Uh, or do you just want to share your, your Twitch handle again and we'll, we'll bounce? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're into Marvel Snap and nothing else, <laughs> feel free to stop by. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Frostbite4. Um, and yeah, I man, I could talk about missions all day long. Like that's like Bubba and I and like all of us as a staff have really been talking about like finding like where we really belong like mm -hmm. even within the ministry and like missions I have a huge heart and a huge fat passion uh, for missions and so if you want to talk about that come talk to me about it um, lovethynerd.com slash Luke is where all my information is if you want to partner with me all that good stuff um, but like Let's talk missions. Let's get you on a trip. Go look at all of them. Uh, we've got like probably seven on there right now, I believe. 
of trip, just upcoming trips, some that we're still working on staffing, some that are completely full. Um, but all of that information is there at lovethynerd.com slash outreach. So, All right. Well, Luke, uh, I have had a blast interviewing you this week. Thank you so much for joining us and letting us get to know you better, as well as learn about the exciting things going on in Love Thy Nerd right now. Yeah. Uh, you have a fantastic rest of your week. And uh, thank you again, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. I had a blast talking about all this. <laughs> And that's it for our main topic uh, and our interview for the week. Next week, Deidre and I will be back to discuss a new topic. But as for today, we are out of coffee, so it's time to wrap things up. But before we go, we've uh, let's get our verse of the day. Oh, no. uh, today's verse is Psalm 2, 11 through 12. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. And with that, our Thursday show is coming to a close. We will be back next week with new shows and new topic, like I said. Thank you for joining us for Rise and Shine Nerds. We want to invite you to get behind the scenes by joining our LTN Discord community. Once you've joined at lovethynerd.com slash Discord, simply go to the channels and roles and click on the Rise and Shine Nerds channel to gain access to it. You can help us plan shows and segments and even be on the show yourself on occasion. And currently, we are taking suggestions that we will eventually vote on for the new name for our community. Apparently, most people don't like Shiners because there's too many other things named Shiners. And so we are taking options and we will be voting on it during our next hiatus. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. And tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Daedra. And as always, a reminder. Jesus loves you, nerds.